Evidence for religious belief and practice in the second half of the first millennium, the time when the Druids are known to have been practicing, is both extensive and varied. In this chapter, we will examine something of the range of the data available for study, but we will resist the temptation to interpret it in the light of what the classical sources tell us. The archaeological evidence must, at least for a while, be allowed to speak for itself. Its overriding message is that ritual behavior pervaded every aspect of life. The disposal of the dead continued to feature large, with a bewildering variety of practices varying quite markedly from place to place and time to time. At the elite level, burials were usually accompanied by a range of grave goods related to the status of the individual. In eastern Gaul and southern Germany, Most elaborate burials were placed in wood-lined chambers set into the ground and were provided with a wide range of grave goods. The female burial found at Vix in eastern France was laid on the body of a four-wheeled vehicle that had carried her to the grave and was accompanied by a complete set of wine-drinking equipment, bronze, silver, and pottery, all imported from the Mediterranean at the end of the 6th century. A decade or so earlier, at Hachdaf, near Stuttgart, a male aristocrat had been laid on a bronze couch next to his funerary cart with his bow, quiver of arrows, drinking horns, and Greek bronze cauldron close at hand. Some of his equipment was covered in gold sheeting manufactured at the time of the burial ceremony. The tradition of elite burial accompanied by vehicles, weapons, and feasting gear continued in the Marne-Moselle region into early Latin times, 5th century B.C., and recurs elsewhere, in the Ardens and Yorkshire, into the 3rd and 2nd centuries. Individuals afforded elite burial were usually inhumed, and in Britain this tradition of inhumation continued, at least for a sector of the population, up to the time of the Roman invasion. But other burial rituals were also widely practiced. Perhaps the most widespread was excarnation, the exposure of the body above ground. The principal evidence for this is the general absence of any other burial mode, the occurrence of body parts in domestic contexts, and the occasional burial of tightly wrapped bodies. The rite de passage, which this range of behavior reflects, suggests that the first stage of disposal involved the exposure of the body, perhaps bound and wrapped in cloth, in a designated area set aside for excarnation. After a period of time, the bodies were removed, either for burial in the ground or were brought back into the settlement where, as revered ancestors, they could be reincorporated into the existence of the living. Evidence for reburial has been found at Southern Farm in Hampshire, where a number of tightly wrapped bundles of articulated bones were interred in a small cemetery close to the settlement. Evidence in support of reincorporation comes from the large number of disarticulated bones which are found on settlement sites in southeastern Britain and in Gaul.